Hello, you're listening to the podcast of Canadian Serbian Sun magazine, a program about Serbs and Serbian culture, which is intended for people around the world. In our program, a Sun collaborator will talk about Serbian traditions, culture, and famous Serbs. My name is Kristina Bjelic. In this episode, we'll talk about prehistoric monuments on the territory of Serbia, primarily about the most important archaeological sites and cultures that ever existed in that area, the Vinča culture and the culture of Lepinski Vir. We will also look at some theories about the origin of Serbs. It's hard to believe, but the fact is that several of the oldest traces of human civilization were found on the territory of present-day Serbia. Serbia is a small European country in the Balkans, which many North Americans tend to confuse with the great Russian region of Siberia because of the similar-sounding names. Some archaeological sites in Serbia date back to the time of the last Ice Age, around 40,000 BCE. Traces show that primitive human communities numbering 10 to 15 members lived in this area in caves, made tools and weapons from stone and bone, and engaged in hunting and gathering. Important archaeological sites from the early Stone Age on the territory of Serbia are the caves Gradac, below Yerinin Hill, not far from the Serbian town of Kragujevac, and Risovaca, on the Vanchats mountain near the town of Aranjelovac. Even the skeletons of early Neanderthals and mammoths, who died fighting one another, were found in the very center of the Serbian capital of Belgrade, under the Palace Albania high-rise building. Today, we'll be talking about the most significant monuments from the Stone Age, which is the oldest period of prehistory. At the end of the Ice Age, climate change led not only to a change in flora and fauna, but also to the creation of human communities that were responsible for some of the most important prehistoric cultures in this area, the culture of Lepinski Vir and the Vincha culture. The Middle Stone Age, or Mesolithic period, lasted in the Balkans and in the area of present-day Serbia from the middle of the 9th millennium BCE to the end of the 6th millennium BCE, at which point the Neolithic period began, when humans began practicing agriculture. The culture of Lepinski Vir belongs to the Mesolithic period. In the Neolithic period, or Late Stone Age, humans completely mastered the use of weapons and stone tools and began to engage in agriculture, tame animals, and make pottery. During the Neolithic period, the advanced Vinča culture emerged on the territory of Serbia. Lepinski Vir is one of the largest and most significant Mesolithic and Neolithic archaeological sites in Europe. The site, named after the Danube whirlpool, was one of the most important and complex cultures of prehistory. Between 1965 and 1970, a fishing and hunting settlement was discovered, and during subsequent excavations, seven successive settlements and 138 buildings, both residential and sacral, were found that were built in the early Mesolithic period from around 9,500 to 7,200 BCE. The awakening of the culture of Lepinski Vir and the establishment of its unique kind of art began around the year 7,000 BCE. The creators of this culture belonged to an old European population, a variant of the Cro-Magnon type. The Gerdap Gorge is one of the largest gorges in Europe, and the whole area is rich in water, minerals, wildlife, and trees, Natural resources increased when the climate changed and the conditions finally allowed people to settle in this area. During that period, settlements were built in caves or tent structures, in which there were stone hearths, tables, as well as sculptures and altars. The settlements were built in the shape of a horseshoe with a kind of village square in the middle. It is unusual and interesting to see that the shape of the foundations and the material from which residential buildings were made influenced how it was heated and its functionality. 
Namely, the heat of the built-in hearth spread evenly across the floor of the house and the shape itself enabled economical heating. So it was a kind of prehistoric subfloor heating. Sculptures were found at sites where there were also sanctuaries, in Lepinski Vir, Hajdučkovodenice, and Padina. These represented human and animal forms. The oldest sculptures of Lepinski Vir showed the human figure as a whole, but only the head is shaped, eyebrows, a long nose, and a big mouth. The ones that were created later on only have eyes, curly hair, or patterns at the top of the head, and are very numerous and of high quality. The first sculptures of animals, fish, and deer are also from this period. In the later period, the sculptures experienced a certain revival, with a greater amount of detail and emphasis on carving technique. The human figure is again shown as a whole, and the first details such as arms, breast, and spine appear. Also, for the first time, a preternaturally large human head is modeled. One sculpture from Lepinski Vir is famous all over the world and is called Praroditelka, or Mother Goddess, which shows a female figure with an overemphasized head and facial features. The dimensions of the figure are 51 by 39 centimeters. It is in the Lepinski Vir collection at the National Museum in Belgrade. The Lepinski Vir Museum is located within the protected archaeological complex in Gerdap National Park. The main and central exhibit of the museum is the site of Lepinski Vir itself. The main setting includes replicas of monumental sculptures in the spots where they were found. In addition to the main setting, there is an exhibition space in which 100 artifacts from the Mesolithic and Neolithic periods are displayed. Everyday items, tools, jewelry, sacrificial altars, Neolithic ceramics, as well as reconstructed methods of burial and a holographic reconstruction of houses from this space. Lepinski Vir is located 15 kilometers from Donji Milanovac, on the road that leads through Golubac to Požarevac and Belgrade. Tourism in eastern Serbia offers more than just the archaeological site and museum, so it is best to make it a full-day trip and visit other interesting places such as Mammoth Park. This park was founded in 2009 with the discovery of the Mammoth Vika, which was found preserved in its entirety and is dated at over 5 million years old. Your home sold at the price acceptable to you, guaranteed, or I pay the difference. Buyers, if you're not satisfied with your home purchase within 18 months, I'll sell it for free. No gimmicks or empty promises and with a guarantee certificate. For the exclusive seller's guarantee and buyer's protection programs, please visit www.thepopovicrealtyteam.com or simply call or text us. Call Veselko Popovich, sales representative for Century 21 Leading Edge Realty Incorporated at 416-892-4921 or send an email to veselko.popovich at bell.net. On the right bank of the Danube, only 15 kilometers southeast of the Serbian capital Belgrade, is the archaeological site Vincha, the most important Neolithic site in this part of Europe. Vincha is the name of one of the most recognizable prehistoric cultures in the world. The Vincha culture is a Neolithic culture that stretched from central Bosnia to central Romania. The discovery of this site changed the view of prehistoric humans because the artifacts showed that a very developed culture and civilization lived there 5,500 years before the Common Era. Excavations in Vincha revealed that the housing structures were very advanced. Each house occupied an area of up to 80 square meters. They were solid wooden constructions with thermal insulation made of mud and chaff. They had ovens for baking bread and heating, sometimes in every room. The buildings were constructed as part of a planned series with each one facing the same direction. 
The people of the Vincha civilization were engaged in some form of early agriculture and the raising of livestock. Waste pits were found at the Vincha archaeological site which revealed that they mainly ate meat from the animals they raised, that is, pork and veal, and to a lesser extent, wild animals and fish. They did not eat poultry because birds were considered natural allies in the fight against pests and insects. Living in harmony with nature was a very important aspect of this culture. In the second half of the Vincha civilization period, people began to produce much more food than they needed, and so trade began to develop and the first town center was created. The people of Vincha were the most successful Neolithic merchants in the area. They melted cinnabar they dug up at the foot of Avala to make red pigment. From malachite, they made expensive jewelry and green pigment. By developing trade with the peoples in the Carpathian region, Vincha became a prehistoric trading superpower of Europe. For many, the archetype of Vincha culture and art is a typical clay figurine depicting a woman with outstretched arms and overemphasized eyes, the Great Mother, who is thought to symbolize life and birth. There are no traces that there were any wars fought over those 2,000 years. No evidence of weapons or fortifications were found. It is presumed that people lived a subsistence lifestyle. With the discovery of metallurgy, the Copper Age began and the Vincha civilization disappeared. The Vincha script is one of the things that has attracted the attention of today's scholars. Vincha became an archaeological site at the end of the 19th century. Serbian archaeology professor Milo Jovasic started his first methodology-based archaeological excavations in 1908. He found over 10,000 artifacts, including signs that suggested proof of literacy among the Vincha people, and the site itself was discovered by Deda Panta, who was born around 1870. His grandson Slobodan Urošević says, in the village, they called him Čeprkalo, rummager. He was constantly collecting objects that the villagers called jaje or gadgets, that fell out of Belobrdo when the Danube eroded it. The villagers considered it a waste of time, but Deda Panta believed that these strange objects were important. He put them in a bag and went to Belgrade looking for an expert who could explain to him what they were. For a long time, the academic institutions of Yugoslavia were not interested in this research. It wasn't until the mid-1970s that another Serbian professor, Radivoj Pešić, once again shed light on this phenomenon and began researching the signs found in Vincha. Gradually, over the course of almost two decades of work, Professor Pešić managed to establish that the Vincha script has several versions of letter symbols, so he was able to recognize 57 characteristic letters, which eventually boiled down to the Vincha alphabet of 26 letters. He concluded that not only did the Etruscans originate from these areas and not from Asia Minor, as is generally thought, but also that the entire literacy of Europe and the Mediterranean is based on the Vincha script. The discovery that the Serbian alphabet has as many as 20 identical symbols as the Vincha alphabet proves that it originated from the Vincha alphabet, not the Greek alphabet, as is still taught in schools today. Many of the Germanic Nordic schools of thought believed that the Slavs are wild tribes that arrived in Europe from the Russian steppes only after other nations became civilized, a belief that now doesn't hold water with these discoveries. The Vincha Archaeological Park and Museum can be quickly reached by car or bus from Belgrade. The first thing a visitor will notice is that one of the most important sites of Neolithic culture does not stand out at all. The site is sandwiched between two rural properties and raised on a beam that opens out onto the bank of the Danube. And that's it! Researchers sleep in the barracks during the summer, and there is a museum display and depot in the central barracks. However, despite the modest conditions, 
archaeologist and museum curator Dragan Jankovic welcomes tourists and takes them through this unusual museum with a stirring and inspiring story. Most of the artifacts excavated in Vinja are at the National Museum of Belgrade and the University of Belgrade Faculty of Philosophy. One of the exhibits that attracts special attention in the Vinci Museum is the Obsidian Glass Blade, which is proof of developed trade during the Neolithic period. This is because the blade could only have been brought to the Danube region from the Carpathian or Aegean regions. Pottery was coated with cinnabarite, a color obtained from the ore mined on the Avala mountain, which provides proof of the developed mining activities at that time. Evich Construction LTD is a specialized construction company for all types of construction and renovation works. Thanks to the many years of experience of our team of masters and the use of the highest quality materials, we're able to provide top quality services with affordable prices and strict compliance with deadlines. Call us at 416-769-1431 or visit our website www.evichconstruction.com. The discovery of the Vinca culture shook the established theories about the Slavs in the Balkans and the development of their literacy. This is especially true of Serbs, a South Slavic people who live predominantly in Serbia, Montenegro, Bosnia and Herzegovina, and Croatia. According to recent genetic and anthropological discoveries, Serbs are descendants of Slavic tribes and Balkan tribes, Illyrians, Thracians, etc. This is how the so-called indigenous theory or Danube-Pannonian theory was developed which does not deal with the origin of the Serbian demonym, but rather with the origin of the Serbs in an anthropological and genetic sense. The basis of this theory is the idea that the Serbs are natives of the Balkans, that is that they are direct descendants of the culture of Lepinski Vir, the Vinca culture, and other cultures of the Danube-Pannonian lowlands. It is claimed that during their history, Serbs, on several occasions and for various reasons, left the Balkans in large numbers and embarked on migrations and conquests. Yet, some Serbs remained in the Balkans. The others would then later return to the Balkans at the end of their migrations or expeditions. However, there are theories that claim that the name Serb may have different roots. There are several theories about the origin of the Serbian demonym, but it should be kept in mind that these theories have not been widely accepted in established historical circles because there's not enough evidence to support them. The discoveries made by the previously mentioned Professor Pesic went against the official policy of Socialist Yugoslavia at the time which insisted that civilization was brought to the Serbs from foreign sources and that it could not have originated in this area. The only problem was that no one could object to the strict scientific methodology used by Professor Pesic, and much less to his conclusions. But if the discoveries cannot be refuted scientifically, they can be disputed unscientifically, as was decided in one of the committees at the time. A shameful article, entitled About the Problem of Vincha, was published in the Journal of the National Museum in Sarajevo. This officially marked the beginning of the persecution of Professor Pesic. Colleagues ignored him and hid behind a wall of silence and partial denial. Persecuted and humiliated, Professor Pesic left the country and went on to have an extremely successful professorial career in Italy, where his thesis was proclaimed the discovery of the year in Europe and received exceptional recognition around the world. In his work, The Conspiracy of Denial, where he compared the age of ancient script sites around the world, Professor Pesic made a new chronology of the appearance and development of letters around the world, which should go like this. Number one, Proto-Letter of Lepinski, 8000 to 6000 BCE. Number two, Vincha script, 5300 to 3200 BCE. Number three, Sumerian and Mesopotamia, 3100 BCE to 75 CE. Number four, 
Proto-Elamite, between 3000 and 2000 BCE. Number five, Proto-Indo, around 2200 BCE. Number six, Chinese, 1300 BCE to present. Number seven, Egyptian, 3000 BCE to 400 CE. Number eight, Cretan, 2000 to 1200 BCE. And number nine, Hittite, 1600 to 777 BCE. In 1991, when the Communist Party of Yugoslavia began to slide into historical oblivion, the greatest Yugoslav authority on prehistory, academic Dragoslav Srejovic, who had ignored Pesic's discoveries until then, stated in Politica, The Vinca culture was the most dynamic, progressive culture of that time and anticipated two major achievements that would go on to change the life of mankind in the future, literacy and the discovery of smelting. Professor Radivoje Pesic, a grammarian by profession, did not go into assessing whether the people who inhabited Vinca were proto-Serbs or members of some other group of people. The conclusions of this were not drawn by him, rather by other scholars from around the world who claim those from the period of the Vinca civilization do not differ from today's inhabitants. The most eminent among them, Harvard University professor Alexei Kliosov, the greatest living authority for the haplogroup R1A1, which is associated with the Slavs, gives his contribution to the theory of continuity with evidence that this haplogroup has been present in the Serbian Danube region for about 10,000 years. Subscribe for print or digital editions of Sun Magazine. With your subscription, you will help promote Serbian ethnic identity, culture, and traditions, as well as help develop new podcast content for our Canadian public and other listeners worldwide. Professor Pesic's papers, combined with these findings, prove not only that the same people have always lived in this area, but also that there is no discontinuity in the cultural development of these people from Lepinskivir through Vinča all the way to today. The examination of the origin of Serbs is a relatively new area in science. The traditional opinion was that the South Slavs immigrated to the Balkans in the 6th century and were divided into tribes, from which the Yugoslav peoples emerged, including Serbs. With the discovery of DNA and its use in the examination of the genetic origins of peoples, new possibilities have opened up. According to the data from the Serbian DNA project, including the results of the endeavor aimed at the genetic testing of Serbs from Eastern Herzegovina, it was confirmed that during the Middle Ages, the pre-Slavic population mixed and melted into the newly arrived Slavic population, accepting the Serbian identity and becoming part of the Serbian people. The so-called Iranian hypothesis is based on data from ancient authors who mention a people called Serbi or Serboi among the Sarmatian or Alan tribes who lived in Eastern Europe north of the Caucasus. It has been confirmed that the earliest mention of Serbs under the name Serbi is found in ancient writings from between the year 50 CE and the 2nd century CE, which refer to the Sarmatian tribe of Serbi from the northern Caucasus region and on the lower part of the Volga River. One Roman soldier in the 4th century called the Carpathians Monte Serorum, or Mountain of the Seri. Another historian in the 4th century also referred to the Serbs as Serbs. According to the list of peoples written by Emperor Constantine VII and advised by learned people around him, Serbs immigrated to the Balkans at the beginning of the 7th century, and only since then can their history be spoken of with any certainty. However, this was called into question by Mavro Orbini, who claimed that in Thrace they were referred to as Sorabi and that it was the Sorabi from Lower Pannonia who raised a rebellion against Emperor Constantine in the 4th century. 
According to Urbini's writings, Serbs came to the Balkans from Bojka, or White Serbia, whose location has not been determined with any certainty, but one hypothesis is that is the area of Polabia and Lusatia in present-day Germany, where Lusatian Sorbs live. According to the second hypothesis, it was located along the upper Vistula and Oder rivers in present-day Poland. According to the third hypothesis, it is in the area of present-day Ukraine. You are listening to the podcast of Canadian Serbian Sun magazine about Serbs and Serbian culture around the world. Thanks for joining us, and until next time, greetings from the editorial staff of Sun magazine. The creation of this podcast was financially supported by the Government of Canada. Music